0: going on it is Adam welcome back to bringing it backwards a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom on this episode we had a chance to chat with hunter Metz over zoom video you may recognize hunter from his time on American Idol he made it quite far uh, to the top seven so we chat a little bit about hunter's time on American Idol but He was born and raised in Franklin, Tennessee, which is just a little bit south of Nashville. He started playing piano and guitar at an early age, started writing his own songs at an early age as well, and in high school started to pick up production, and even to this day he produces almost all of his own music, and that's just something he fell in love with while he was in high school. But he also had a lot of self-doubt about his music, so he went to school for computer programming or coding and then he got a job doing coding and when he was in this job he wasn't loving it but he wanted some kind of validation to see if he was good at you know singing and and playing music so he applied for american idol and this is during covid so his auditions were over zoom he ends up getting it gets on the show and then makes it all the way to the top seven the last song he played on american idol was his song the river so he Played an original song there at the very, very end. Uh, Eventually released that song pretty soon after. So we talk about, like I said, his stint on Idol and then releasing the song The River. He talks about um, all the other records he has put out since. And we dive into his new song, which is called Somehow You're Always There. And he tells us the story behind the song and how it's about one of his really good friends lost his mom. And Hunter wrote about the experience and he talks to us about, you know, sharing the song with his buddy. Uh, So check that song out. Somehow you're always there and you can check out the interview, the video version of the interview on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at bringing it backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at bringing back pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review.
1: We'd appreciate
0: your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Hunter Metz. Hey, what's up, Hunter? How are you? Oh man, How are you? Good, good. I'm great. I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm Adam, and uh, this is about you and your journey in music. And We'll talk about the song you have coming out in a few days now, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. I love it. I had a chance to hear it early. It's great. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Um, cool, so uh, I always just start off with your born and raised. Did I see you're from Franklin, Tennessee?
1: Yes, yeah. No so, way. Franklin, uh, born and raised. I'm in Nashville now, so 30 minutes north. But my whole life, Franklin, uh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, the whole time.
0: Okay. I've
1: moved here uh,
0: about a little over three years ago now. Okay. Where are you from? Uh, San Diego. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, me and I guess half our state moved here. So, sorry about that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, that's awesome. So, talk to me about Franklin. I mean, I know about it, but maybe others don't. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it feels like a bubble, right? <laughs> um, it feels like a little Hallmark town. Um, it's quiet though. I feel like a lot of, of music stuff is still happening down there. Um, but in a different way, um, it feels a little more family than Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like, yeah, where families go. Um, if they live in Nashville then they just kind of like go down to Franklin, it's like the progression. <laughs> it's like
0: hundred yeah, the- percent.
1: It's like the burbs, right? It's like, yeah. oh, you want to go to,
0: A good school district and uh, raise your family in a safe neighborhood. (laughs) You're moving to Franklin, Tennessee. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. So, um, well, tell me about, like, do you come from a musical household?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, originally, um, my parents are from Mississippi and Texas. And they both moved here um, to do music in different ways. Um, Both don't do it anymore. Um, But that was kind of like the reason that brought them um, to Nashville in the first place. So it was around me um, growing up to an extent. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like a like a quiet dream of theirs still um, and something that like they hold close to see me do it at at any capacity, I think is really special for them. Oh, yeah, 100
0: percent. I'm sure they were so happy when you started even playing because most kids, if they grow up in a musical household, that doesn't mean necessarily they want to pursue anything that has to do with what their parents did or, oh, yeah. <laughs> or were interested <laughs> the in. too yeah. yeah um with that like so do your parents like did they kind of introduce you to music or were they doing music in any capacity when you were born or yes, is that I so, mean,
1: okay i felt like just instruments were always available and i think that's maybe what like sparked it just like the um the access to that, like, um, just having a piano around or having a guitar around. Um, I think is I was like, a really, um, like did more than I know, um, uh, like subconsciously even, um, but they'd never did it. Well, my dad was on the business side, but no, nothing creative. Um, same with my mom, never was in the creative space. Um, just more of like true fans of it all, um, and I think that kind of like bled into what I do, okay, and yeah. where did you start? Did you start off on piano? Yeah, well, I started off on guitar, um but then they both kind of simultaneously um and I think that's been a huge help too, just being able to to do both, yeah, yeah, did you take lessons or was it all self? I did a few guitar lessons at first, and then um, like YouTube was probably uh, okay my lessons are, yeah. yeah so a lot through youtube um same thing with all the production stuff so i don't know if you're aware but all the songs are produced by me too oh, um, i did not know that that's incredible yeah, yeah so um that's all all youtube yeah. that's it's i'm a
0: bit older uh youtube was not quite a thing when i was younger and uh, like i'm just so jealous that you know the next generation got a chance to oh i want to learn i had to like learn i'm not good at guitar by any means but like if i wanted to try to learn something i'd have to you know go on ultimate guitar tab and try to figure it out and it's like you never get the strumming right you have to like listen to the song (laughs) ten thousand times or if you just watch some guy on youtube just teach you
1: in 10 minutes you're like wow that's (laughs) that's amazing Just like a whole, whole world out there that you can learn i mean it's endless it really is yeah
0: that's amazing so YouTube you're learning uh production as well when did you start doing your own producing?
1: yeah, so around high school um probably like junior or senior year um was when I really started to dive into that. um I had a couple of friends who did it, and they were like so good and I was like okay i need to I need to like I need to learn this uh, and so um started out as more of like a necessity or it's like, okay, I need to catch up. Um, and then I really like fell in love with that. And I think that's one of my favorite parts um, because you are you get to like have your hands in it a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's really important in terms of like the um, the overall sound of everything, uh, like being the physical hand, hands to make that. Um, it's just another part of it that I love. And I think it adds like another layer of uh, like almost authenticity to the music, um, or at least I hope it does, so.
0: No, 100% you can kind of put your own stamp on it instead of like here are the songs here are the demos and having somebody or seeking out a producer or somebody else to do what they do and kind of give their, you know, sound to it as well.
1: Yeah, and I think I used to do that or want to at least where it's like, okay, I need to find somebody else to like um who's better or this or that and I think um over time it's like it kind of takes away or you get away from like the root of it. The Mm -hmm. root of the song, if you will. Um, Or at least I found that. um, And maybe I just haven't found, you know, my person um, for that role, you know, because obviously collaboration, I'm like so open to that. Um, Mm -hmm. But in terms of like this record and most of them in the past, it's been um, it's been all from. From me so it's, it's cool. you wow and no co-writer nothing it's just all you oh, and so then... the writing is different i love writing with people i okay. think that like opens the door to get out of your head a little bit mm-hmm. um, i think like when i look at the the song as a whole i have a better like grasp on the the soundscape of it and like the like integrity of the sounds but when it comes to lyrics i can be like super overthinking it and so um, I've found that, like, writing with other people, even if it's, like, um, I'll bring a concept, right, and then we work through it together where it makes most sense or, like, they can see the point of view or, like, my lens, um, it's really helpful to have somebody else in the room, for me personally, mm-hmm. uh, who can kind of, like, filter these really big ideas and, and kind of, like, zoom into something that's really, like, palatable, Sure. It's almost like they're editing
0: it down into like yes. a smaller piece Yeah. Um. with songwriting and stuff. Was that something you were doing? And it sounds like you're doing produ- production in high school, but you must have had songs to be like, oh, I want to go and, you know, tinker around with with the songs that I've written. When did you start writing your own songs?
1: Yeah, I think like right when you pick up a guitar your first like inclination is either like cover somebody else's song that you love right mm-hmm. or slowly start to like piece different chords together and then like conceptualize your own songs um so i I couldn't tell you like the day i wrote my first song right like it's i don't have like the piece of paper or whatever okay uh, but i think it's just like whenever i started learning it was kind of like um they're kind of like in unison where it's like, okay, now that I know um, this person's song, I can like apply that. Like, I like this and this and this from this song, but I like this from another song, whatever, and kind of piece it together. Okay, so you
0: were learning other people's songs as well. It wasn't like, totally. I'm just going to learn guitar and then straight away write my own music. Yes, no, Hallelujah was definitely,
1: <laughs> definitely. Oh, wow. Hallelujah.
0: That was an early one you learned? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that's an epic song. <laughs> um well so you did that all through high school I know you did American Idol I don't want to stay too long on it but it it is part of your journey and I am curious a little bit yeah. about that um
1: so, sorry right. go ahead no so after um high school I went to a coding school um it's called National Software School so I did like software development for a couple wow of years. totally away from music yes cool. yeah um I just didn't Fair. see like well I didn't know I didn't really like it sounds cheese, but I didn't believe in myself enough to like see it as a tangible thing. It was like, this can be a hobby that I really enjoy, but not mm-hmm. a career. And yeah, so I did the coding school um, was working there in Hendersonville, which is like 30 minutes north of Nashville. Yeah. Um, for like a year and a half. And like when I was in the work environment, I just really didn't enjoy it. Um, so like you I went, went to coding school in Nashville
0: and then got a job in Hendersonville or you yeah. were, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So went to the
1: coding school, did the whole thing, got out, got a job coding. And, uh, I mean, it was for some people, like some people loved it and, and it's awesome, but it just wasn't for me. I didn't feel like it was for me. And, um, and I saw Idol or American Idol as like the way out almost, um, where it made sense. And it was like, um, in my brain, it's like, okay, I go, I, di- I audition, they tell me, like, um, the answer to a question that I've had is like, okay, am I g- good enough to, like, do this as a career? Mm-hmm. And in my head, it was just like, that's the easiest way, I don't have to guess and do the thing, I'll just let other people tell me, basically. Um, and I think,
0: yeah. I was gonna say that, that, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm I'm that's intriguing to me, because you grew up, you know, in Franklin and in, in Nashville. There's even publishers in Franklin and big record labels that are out of there. And then not going like, okay, I'm just going to try to give these demos to people and see if they think it's good. It was like, I'm going to allow just, you know, it was cut and dry. It sounds like for you, it was like, I'm going to try to do American Idol, and if they say no, then that's the validation that I'm
1: not good. Like that, you know, it's just interesting for this town to hear that. I think too, when you're like growing up in it, that seems like, um, like, uh, the most obvious way or like the, the way you hear over and over again, I just didn't want to do that. I was like, okay, if I can get on the screen and they're going to tell me yes or no, I'd almost rather it be like that cut and dry and not go to 20 different, you know, send meetings. People, <laughs> yeah. all the, all the thing. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, okay, I'm going to do this for... Two days, you know, <laughs> and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then, you know, it'll.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. OK,
1: so then what
0: are they Did they come through Nashville or do you have to drive to Atlanta or something to well, audition? At the time it
1: was uh, COVID. So. Oh, so like so a it was Zoom. just like a Zoom one. Yeah, I literally played for them like on Zoom. <laughs> so <laughs> like,
0: how do you pass the first? Cause I'm sure like it wasn't just Katy Perry just sitting on her zoom <laughs> right away. Right. I mean, there's probably other people you have to get through the, yeah. uh, do you, so do you, does it cut the line out? Is it like, okay, I'm going to submit the video to this thing and then they're going to go on zoom. Like, like how did, did you submit a video to, to, to start the audition process?
1: Yeah. So there was a video and then there was like a window of zoom times where like all these people would be in the zoom. Right, okay. so, like, might have, I don't know what the capacity is, but it's like um, if you were like in a cl- like college classroom, right, and all the people are there. But yeah, you just see all it. the gallery screens. Mm-hmm. Those taken one at a time, and uh, you just played three songs, and they told you if you'd get an email or not, and and that's how. Oh they're... wow, so they don't even get tell you right away. It's like no, okay. I think they have like a like a big old list. They're probably doing a lot of like okay, even, you know, all the things. Sure, sure. Wow. So what was, what was the video you submitted to them? Um, I think I did the same one as the live audition. It's like uh, all the pretty girls is like a Kaleo thing. Oh, the Kaleo song. Yeah, and okay. I think at the time, too, I did a Lana Del Rey. It was like young and beautiful, but like a okay. full way. And then that ended up not getting clear. Like they didn't clear the song for television use, I guess.
0: So, oh, I didn't even now. think about the like that end of it. So you, yeah, you it can't bizarre. just go out there and play whatever the hell you want.
1: Totally. No, it was it was bizarre at times because like you'd have arrangements or things you thought were really cool or songs you thought would be like a really cool spin on this or that. And it was just like, no, like not clear, not clear. It was kind of just like an Excel sheet where you just kind of pull from. Wow. I've had a lot of people on the show that have
0: gone on Idol or got far in Idol or whatever. And no one's ever told me that side of it, like that. There's actually if you pre- present a song that is that hasn't been cleared that they're like, no, sorry
1: no yeah hey, that's I, mean, crazy. I, get, I get it right like, yeah it makes sense but no there were definitely i mean multiple times when my experience where it was like like you go and you kind of play them a song and they'll like see if it's good you know for uh-huh and uh and they're just like okay that's great but it's not clear so
0: wow do you know this before going into maybe like because it seems like pretty crunch time like okay This, you know, whatever uh, week we're going to do X, Y, or Z. I'm sure at that point, you probably have a list that you can pull from so you don't have to super around with like, all right, I practiced this song like for six hours. And then they're like, ah, sorry, it's not clear. You got to start over.
1: Yeah, well, it'd be like, um, you kind of like, as you progress, you just get like an email, right? And it's like, okay, this is the next one. And this is the song, like, choose from these songs and like prepare the, Uh, you know. Okay, so you get through the, um, you, you get
0: you get accepted in. That was probably a big validation, right? Like, okay, we want to have you on the Zoom. Because they probably yeah, weeded think, out a lot of people right away.
1: Yes, I think secretly it was like, okay, I can do that. You know, I wasn't like totally blind, you know, or else I wouldn't have auditioned if I really didn't believe in myself, right? Like, I think yeah. that, um, that always has, right? But I think I did need that kind of extra push. And I think um, I think Idol was a good experience for that in that regard, where it's like okay, um, it kind of like allowed me the space to really press into it and view it as something um, that I could do long term and like like a hobby that you love and fortunately turn it into a career. Sure, sure. Uh, My last, I've got just
0: two more questions on the Idol thing, and we're gonna move forward. how long did you do the Zoom thing? Was it just to the auditions or did you have to, was it like the three judges like literally doing this? Like, okay. So it was just to the, the initial, just the initial one like, for the producers. Of got the it. Okay. So when you actually had a ghost sing in front of them, it wasn't like an awkward, like, okay, let me make sure the sound, you know,
1: like, and then you're yeah, no, sitting no, here trying to no, play. They were right? there, And it was like, it was, it was heavily regulated. I think like, oh, at I'm the, sure but no it wasn't it was they were in person it
0: was it was cool okay rad and then you get i mean you make it really really far you're like to the set, top 7 people at the end there and you played the first single that you ever you ended up releasing maybe you had other songs out prior to that but now on your spotify the first one is the river and you played that song your original i mean that was that's a bold move to do right i mean not a lot of people Get, I mean, people will get up there and do their songs kind of early on, but I feel like to be that far into the show and then like I'm just gonna do my own,
1: yeah. I think at that point too, um i was I was like trying to look at just like long game stuff because mm-hmm. uh, I want to be like someone that you look back at their career and it's like a cool discography, and it wasn't like an overnight thing and it's like something that I can sing when I'm 35 years old and it still makes sense and like mm-hmm. relates to people. Um, so I think at that time it was just like, I've made it really far. I feel good about what I'm doing. Like, I don't, it's not that I didn't care obviously, but, right. um, I just wanted to be like for not to be like boxed in as like American idol, indie folk guy. Right. Right. Um, and it was like an opportunity to showcase, you know, something that, uh, I had written and I had produced like that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, yeah, I just took it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I watched your performance of it. I mean, I was like, damn, I, I didn't know that it was your song in the very beginning. Like I heard it on Spotify and, and then I saw that that was one of the songs that you played at the last thing. And then I went and found the video of you playing on American Idol. So then I'm like doing this Google search. Cause it cut off like any like banter beforehand or after. And it was like, Oh, you know that you had written. I was like, damn, like that's a really good song. Like, and then to think that you played that as your last one. That's awesome. And, and I have a lot of respect for you for that too, because I know I've had other people on, like I said, from, from that show and they were kind of saying like they got, they were excited or they were happy that they got kicked off at a certain point, like legally, because it gets into like contracts and all these things that you kind of get tied up in and people that I've had on that have had success outside of it, they're not looked at as like, oh, that's, you know, oh, that's Hunter from America. Like you lose that kind yeah. of uh, stigma, I think.
1: Yeah, to some extent, right? I think like it does follow you because like we're talking about it. and and this Yeah, but it is fun. a part of your story, right? I mean, totally.
0: that's the only reason why I'm bringing it up. But
1: yeah, um, yeah. No, I think it's a good time to exit. Um, and who knows, like, I, I don't know if I was like glad to, you know right of course it was um, I think it was a good time and I think it's like as time moves on it is a part of my story uh, yeah. and I think like it's important for other people too I think it, it'll it continue to be other people's stories in a way regardless of its idol or like the shows or social media that kind of thing I think it just continues it's like how can you get in front of people how can you show them that you're not like a solely just like a karaoke singer you know, how can you show them that, like, you're somebody who wants to create something that, like, relates to people and connect to people? Um, so, yeah, that was that was my angle. And, uh, yeah, that
0: that was brilliant. And so once you're off the show, how quickly then do you put out the river? And it's the version that, so all the music that you have up now on Spotify, you produce to do everything, or aside from you, like you had co-writers. But is that all music that you do by, your, you've done all that majority, mm-hmm. yeah, like majority a, of it by yourself?
1: Mm -hmm. There's a couple that have like co-production on it. Um, I think that a lot of those like stemmed from friends being a part of it. Um, But yeah, The River was the first song uh, ever made and put out. Um, So there was nothing prior to that. Oh, wow. So all the other stuff you had done wasn't, it was
0: just when you were younger. And then The River just kind of came along and you're like, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to showcase this on national TV and then I (laughs) release it. (laughs) (laughs) That's rad. Okay. So then you do that song and then, you know, you've, you've released a a handful of records over the course of the the last few years um, with the most recent one that's coming out in two days or something. I can't believe it's almost February. It's crazy. Uh, Somehow you're always there, which is, I love that song. Um, Talk to me about that song a little bit. And then, you know, kind of after Idol, was that, did that stigma kind of stick around for a little
1: while? Yeah, I think initially you're kind of like put in that atmosphere or that category. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, this is where they're coming from. You know, it's like a foot in the door with like something that kind of like a shadow that follows you. Right. Um, but I think it like has has slowly kind of dissipated. And I think um, everything right now feels really organic and kind of outside of that, which is like a really good feeling. Um, yeah. And it's less like a like a TV thing, and more of like a artist. I'm finding the music. I'm finding the artist. That kind of thing, a little bit more organic in a sense. Um, so I've really loved that. But um, yeah, I've just been putting out songs, just trying to stay as consistent as possible, and and like showcase that. It's like I'm I'm gonna keep making music. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm doing it. Um, and I think with anything else, I think I'm going to get better. I think I'm going to find different ways to express myself, you know, and, and continue to like dig deeper inside myself and, and present, you know, something to the world that I have to say and something that I feel has like a lot of meaning. Mm-hmm. I'll be completely honest with you.
0: I listened to your your music. Um, I got your press release and I'm like, oh, I'm really excited. i going to have Hunter on my show. And it wasn't until I started doing like deeper research that I found out that you're on American. I would have never known like, oh. you know what I mean? Like it, I was like, Oh, this guy's really good. And I was a fan. And then I, I'm just like Googling stuff, like stuff about you. And then it was yeah. like, well, what season was Hunter Mets? I was like, Oh no way. He was, he was. And then it was like, I'm now I'm in this hole of,
1: <laughs> finding oh, no,
0: out, no, no. you know american idol stuff <laughs> but before Such that i had no men. idea so it wasn't like oh i yeah it's a guy from american idol It was just like oh this dude's rad and his music is rad yeah. um i want to check him out and then to find that out later like oh, i'm curious to find out like a little bit about that piece of it but yeah so, well, yeah, so but like were you playing around nashville after that and you know was it It must have been helpful, obviously,
1: to be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, like I said, I think it opened the doors that needed to be opened. I think it gave me time to pursue something um, that made sense to other people, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, because I made it this far, whatever, it kind of gave me a couple years to, like, go for it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I'm still, I'm still going for it, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But it, it allowed me time to figure things out. Sure, sure. And were you,
0: I mean, I would imagine putting the river out fairly quickly after that, you kind of have to ride the wave and the momentum that you've gained vers- on that versus like, okay, now I'm going to just take a break for a year and then try yeah, to come back out, right? Yep. Um, so with this new song comes out like in a couple days, somehow you're always there. T- talk to me a little bit about this song.
1: Yeah, so in 2021, uh, my best friend, his name's Matthew, we went to high school together. Like, he's one of the f- few people I keep up with. You know, like, I feel like maybe yeah. everybody has one or two people um, that they, yeah. like, just somehow continue to talk to. Um, Any anyway. high school, you mean, or just in general? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One or two people.
0: I'm not- old. I had my 20-year high school reunion yeah, last yeah. year, and... um. I was just like, like pe- my wife's like, oh, are you going to go? And I'm like, I don't even really, I don't talk to any of those people, maybe yeah. like one or two, like you just said. And it's like, I haven't cared to see them in 20 years. Like, why the hell am I going to go back yeah, and no, see uh, I
1: probably, Yeah, I won't at that <laughs> either. <laughs>
0: uh, but that's funny. Okay. So the, yeah, you have this a couple of buddies from high school, this one person in particular. Yeah.
1: And uh, in 2021, he in August of 2021, uh, he lost his mom to COVID. Oh and, gosh. Uh, yeah, so it was like, man, it was weird. I remember where I was, and we knew it was going on. So his whole family, well, his mom, his sister, and him, because it's just the three of them, um, they mm-hmm. all got COVID. And, um, man, within like two weeks, um, they had recovered, and she had passed. Um, and so I remember driving I took to- her that quickly. That's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I remember picking him up from the hospital- the night that she passed, I remember like the car ride back to his house where his family was in town and staying because, you know, of the shape that she was in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um and so that just kind of like stuck with me for years and it felt really weird to almost like monetize uh, like a real life situation that's so like potent like that, um, meaning like in my brain, uh, the creative part is like, I want to express this, but it felt like very cheap, almost, to be like, right after she passed, I'm just going to go write a song. You know, I don't know. It just didn't feel right in twenty in 2021. And um, it took me like literally two years to start writing um, this experience and like put it into something, um, put it into words and, and music and everything like that. So somehow you're always there. That's uh, about her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you would, as an artist and a
0: musician, that's probably a pretty therapeutic thing for you to do though, right? I mean, just, okay, I, d- I had this experience. I just need to get it out there right now. And, but I can see where you're saying, like, I don't want people to think like, oh, you know, I, this happened. So now I'm going to write a song about it. And hopefully that'll get me a million views or whatever.
1: Exactly. It's like, if that is where, if that was the intention for that thing, I think that's, I just don't, I think it's like wrong almost. I don't
0: no, know. 100%. Yeah, just be like, oh, I'm going to take this terrible thing that had happened and I'm going to try to, like you said earlier, monetize it. But in a way, it's like you're just telling in, telling your story and how you're feeling at the moment. But I understand why you you know, held it for a little bit or waited, but yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. either way, it's like you're just, that's
1: a therapeutic moment, I would imagine. Totally. And I think there were like a lot of like healing things along the way, you know, not just for me, but for my friend. Um, I think a lot of times it was like me putting myself in his shoes. Um, cause you know, it's not, it's not my mom. And, and so just like seeing how it's all played out for him and, and how it's affected him. I mean, he's in, he's obviously okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's your mom. Um, and I think it's like, It's hard. It's something we still think about every day. I'm sure he thinks about it more than me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to be, like, super respectful and, like, allow some time to pass um, and, like, heal privately or in different ways. And then it just felt, like, really right. I mean, when I was writing the song, I remember having the some days it's hard to find you, but somehow you're always there. And I didn't know if it was supposed to be, like, how... How accurate of a depiction, you know, I didn't know if it was supposed to be from his point of view or my point of view. I didn't know if it was supposed to be about loss, like a universal human experience of loss or, you know, like um, a super specific, you know, loss. So it took me a long time to find the words uh, to make it feel like people could connect with it, but at the same time, like healing for me and healing for, for my friend. Mm-hmm. did you show your friend the song
0: like before yeah. you had put and was that must have been an emotional moment for yeah, maybe for was, both of you right
1: it was really special I waited until it was like completely done um so it was it wasn't like hey bro I'm making a song you know about yeah
0: I wrote the song about your mom it's like yeah. wait what <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and I waited it's completely over um completely done like final done and um I made it really casual. I didn't want to be like, hey, come listen to the, you know. It was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know I made this song uh, and I played it for him. And it was emotional, but in a beautiful way, right? It wasn't like, oh, it's so sad. Because um, I think that is like the song. It's, uh, it's, it is it's beautiful in a way, uh, to me at least. Yeah. It's like, it's like she is, meaning his mom in the past, uh, like she is always here somehow <laughs> right and i think at the root of it it's like it's that unexplainable feeling when you have lost something it's like they're not completely gone um or at least in my experience they haven't been so
0: mm-hmm. with with a song like that going into even maybe showing it to him were you do you think it a lot of you know taking the time to really make sure you're saying what you want to say uh were you concerned that he might I don't know like you you probably place words specifically because you're like okay I want to make sure that this yeah it you know you, you want to not that you don't always put out your best effort but you're like in this moment like this is a big thing that had happened not only obviously to your your friend but all to yourself as well yeah. um you know was it like oh, hard to write in the way that like definitely
1: definitely it had really been deep, yeah it, it had been written multiple times um, like from zero up and it oh, all wow. that tag of some days it's hard to find you somehow you're always there Um, but man it, I mean I think it went through like three or four versions Um, the person who I originally wrote it with who is like one of my favorite collaborators we wrote it and I was like hey I think I need to rewrite it you know I just had to tell him it like it has nothing to do with you or me I just think it's not exactly what I should say and mm-hmm. uh, and it ended up rewriting you know the whole thing Um, but within that process I think it's I'm really proud of myself for not just like writing the song mm-hmm. and like and just going through the motions and and just telling the story it's like man when I listen to that song I'm, I'm proud of it you know and I think it is something that i'll look back on and be like i'm so glad you did that you know to myself right right i'm so glad you didn't just like i'm so glad you sat down and you figured it out and it took a long time like i'm glad it took a long time i'm glad i had to like come back to it and make sure that every little word is what i wanted to say um yeah i don't know if that answers your question no it
0: did 100 it did um well i think the song is amazing And you have a EP as
1: well, or you're working towards an EP? Yeah, yeah. So we have no date yet, but I think we have the songs. Um, It's really cool. It's some of it's like different than um, the excited, and then just um. Sorry, you froze there for a second. You said it's just it's
0: different, and then it was like cut you. Oh, uh, but now you're back.
1: It's different than some of the stuff that all the indie folk thing like that palette it kind of branches out a little bit so I'm excited to see um how people react to it or if people are into it I love it
0: and are you doing uh any shows around Asheville area or tours or
1: anything no not right now not right now I I'm pretty particular in that regard too like I want to make sure it's like curated and it makes sense um and I want people to come in like okay that was an experience you yeah. know um so yeah, I'm just waiting on the right moments, um, but I think I think when it happens, it'll be awesome. Yeah, and you just signed a a deal as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So position, I'm I'm with position. They're amazing. Um, I love the team, and that's helped me a lot too. Where it's like, okay, I love this song. It's not really you know what I am used to singing or producing, but and then I'll send it, and they'll be like, okay, you have to do like you got to put that out. Um, so oh, I helped cool. me. It helps me to get out of my head, and um, they seem to they seem to have a really good pulse on on what's going on. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time, Hunter. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, for Yeah, absolutely, this. absolutely. Uh, like that.
0: I have one more question for you before I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for
1: aspiring artists. Oh man, I don't know. I think a lot of I think I'm like a victim of the overthinking thing, um, and I think a lot of times. Like some of the most successful people are people who don't overthink it. Um, and i'm trying I'm trying to actively get away from that to this day. And it's like you gotta let people know that you're out there, right? Um, you gotta like you you just have to you just have to get out of your head and um, and just do it. <laughs>